the Oakdale Christian Centre podcast. This is the seventh part in our series on our church's vision, this week looking at evangelism. The main reading is Ephesians chapter 4 verse 25 to chapter 5 verse 21. So we're looking at um, who we are, who we are, our identity. It's very important. It's so uh, vital to know who we are in the Lord, of course, but who we are as a people of God. We've been looking at our vision in the last few weeks and months, and um, you know our slogan, our aim, I suppose, our uh, what you would call purpose is succinctly is to know Him and to show Him. And next week we look at first century church, obviously in and for the 21st century. But uh, we've been looking at that, who we are, our identity, and um, to really want to stir our hearts tonight because uh, we are on E, remember prayer, house of prayer, where everyone can come, they'll have an encounter with God. And our third, our f- uh, fifth E, evangelism, personal and corporate, obviously to know him, show him, always looking outward as Christ's purpose was to seek and save the lost, so ours is to be. And we're going to really just unpackage that tonight um, and uh, sometimes we, we get caught up in, in methods. As someone said, uh, man is looking for better methods. God is looking for better men. Um, and uh, see, we will see in a moment the greatest testimony, the greatest witness is a changed life. Our greatest effectivity will be the people we live with. Now, sometimes we don't like that because it's, it's much easier to witness to someone we don't know, isn't it? Uh, but those we work with, those we live with, see us at our best and see us at our worst. And uh, there's no greater testimony in a workplace than when they see us, when they, they, someone has been nasty to us and we haven't reacted like we should have. We have we've behaved, we've blessed them or, or we've behaved badly. It should never happen, but of course it does, isn't it? And um, we apologise. I've told you before, but I, I work with ladies. We always work, most, most of my life work with ladies. And of course, um, they are different to us men. Brandon, I, 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 um, they are different. And you've got to just be a bit careful what you say, haven't you? Because men are quite, if you, if you ever work with men, they're quite straight and abrupt and uh, they take the mickey out of each other. And uh, ladies can't always handle that. And, it didn't, it, and some, I've, I've upset many in my time. But, you know, I, I've gone and apologised as well. And I remember saying sorry to one lady. She said, you know what? No one's ever apologized to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just this small testimony of life change. You see, when God is in our lives, he changes our life. And people, and we look at the moment, people have to see the difference in our lives. But God's heart, what's God's heart? You know, God's heart is not for us to be a holy huddle, is it? God's heart is for us to come here tonight and bless each other, build each other up. So we take what we know of him, we take the gospel to those highways and bikes. We go back home to our family tonight, some are saved, some are not, and they'll see, ooh, look, he's different. Now, they may not own up to that, will they? Depending on who they are, but they will see. And if they don't see, then we're in real trouble, because we're not doing as we should be. Uh, so we're here to build each other up, to bless each other, to take the gospel to those around us. Well, God's heart, Jesus. There's God's heart. Jesus. Jesus. Who? What did he do? And sometimes we look at and we say, how did Jesus witness? Well, you know, if you, if you try and get a method out of Jesus, you'll be, you'll be looking a long time. Because Jesus took every situation as on face value and dealt with it that way. 
Um, and we'll look at maybe different ways in a minute. But this is Jesus' heart. Uh, Luke 19, 9 and 10. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation. Come to this house. For so much as he also is the son of Abraham. For the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. So there's Jesus. There's Jesus. He said, this is my mission. This is what I've come to do. And of course, what did he say? First two words, come, follow me. And what was his last word before he left? Let's read it. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely, I am with you always, to the very end of the age. See, the, what we call, we call that the Great Commission. It wasn't a little PS on the end of Jesus' life, was it? Oh, by the way, boys, um, just go and share the gospel. No, 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 no. It was, it, it was is the last thing, and of course, when, the last thing someone says is very important, isn't it? You, you know, that, that's what we hang on to. This is the last thing he said. Every gospel records it. Acts records it. Luke as well puts it in Acts as well. Go. Go. Be. Show. Tell um, uh, who I am. That's God's heart. It is the Great Commission, what we are to be. We are to be witnesses. Well, what, where, where does that word witness come from? You see, it's no good me standing in a witness box, is it? Mr. Jenkins, can you tell us what happened on that particular night? Um... Someone says you're a witness to it. Well, actually, I, I, I wasn't. Um, someone told me uh, this, this, and this. And I, it was hearsay. I'm sorry, Mr. Jenkins, that's not any good in a court of law. Hearsay uh, doesn't, doesn't count. It. What, is, what is your eyewitness witness to this incident? See, and a, wit and a, and a witness, really, the root word of witness is to be a martyr. It's actually to um, give one's life for something give one's life one who testifies to it by giving their lives for it and we keep forgetting we under we, we forget what we are we're caught up in don't we yeah. caught up in 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 this great ministry great service of serving the lord knowing him but saving those for eternity uh salvation army when they were birthed well well you know booth was so on fire for god and he loved, he just, he, he said, if, if only I could get every one of my people, he said, and just hang them over hell for two minutes, mm -hmm. I would have no problems in getting them fired up to serve and to be a witness for the Lord. He took his son, his son was about 13, and uh, they were walking past a bar, and he took him in, <laughs> and uh, just to look, and he said, look at these people, he said, and, and they were in a state, and of course, those were the days where you know, smoking and that. As soon as you hit the atmosphere, he said, yeah, he was 13, never been. He said, the atmosphere hit him. He said, look at these people. He said, these are your people. He said, love them. Win them for Jesus. And uh, Branwell, his name was, he said, he said, to the day I die, died, I remember that point. Mm -hmm. I remember that. It, 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 it seared into my mind. He said, those are the people. See, evangelism... It is, is not always something, you know, we, we go to someone or come to know the Lord, but it's something that's very difficult. It's, it's, it's dirty work, isn't it? Because not everyone's as nice as me. 
Is they? Mm-hmm. Now everyone's has got a, a, a fixed up life. You see, lives today are absolutely in a mess, aren't they? You look at someone's lives and, and, and they, <coughs> you think, what? How can you get in such a pickle? Well, you, I tell you how you can get in such a pickle. You leave God out of it. You leave God out, and that's why people are needing Jesus. Our youngsters, desperate for Jesus. No purpose, no value, no aim, all those kind of things that Jesus says, look, there's, there it is. I am the person that gives you all those things that you need. So there's God's heart, God's commission. So it's not something we, it, it's on, on an aside. No, no, it's at the very heart. Why? Because this is what God says about men, women, boys and girls. 1 Timothy 2. I urge them, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession and thanksgiving be made for all people, <coughs> for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Saviour, who wants all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. There's God's heart. God's God's heart, he wants all men to be saved. See, now that's, you see, we talk about the will of God, and we, can, can people, is the will of God always definitely going to happen? Well, of course not, because not everyone's going to be saved, are they? We wish they were, Lord, please, but you see, what he's, what he's done, he's given us free will. And however, you see, God will not violate that. He could, but he will not violate it, and, uh, but he wants everybody. He gives everyone the greatest opportunity. When we think of the flood and we think of Methuselah, don't we? And we think, why was Methuselah the longest person ever, ever to live? Because it is, is, they said of him, Methuselah, when he dies, it will happen. And uh, that's why the flood came. As soon as Methuselah died, the flood came. That's why. Mercy of God, mercy's heart is for people to come to know him. 2 Peter 3. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. As so understands slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. So, you know, we, we so often say, God, is what is your will? What's your will? Let me tell you. To witness and tell and to be for Jesus is the will of God. Why? Because his heart is that none should perish. And none should you may say, um, oh, well, we've done this and we've done that. Well, again, we need God's leading, God's guiding, but be open and ready for an opportunity to speak and to be and to show. Why? Because that's the will of God, that none would perish, that none would perish, all come to repentance. So when we're, when we're out witnessing, we're out doing all things, and we look at different ways, and, and you say there's no right or wrong way, um, to witness, is it? Or, or, or to, you know, there's, there's street evangelism, there's uh, giving out tracts, um, all those wonderful ways and different ways. Of course, as we said, really, um, the most effective <coughs> way is you knowing someone, looking at them eye to eye, they know your life, they know who you are, and uh, you saying, look, this is Jesus, this is Jesus. People have been saved through street preaching? Absolutely, of course they have. People have been saved by giving out tracts. Many people, read about many people give, giving out tracts. So none of those are, 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 you know, are outside what we do. But, of course, the greatest message is your life. Your changed life to those around you. Well, first of all, of course, uh, to be, uh, get the gospel out, to be evangelist, is, uh, Paul said, it is my debt. 
my debt. It's a debt we owe, in a sense, because God has saved us. We know the truth. We know what it's done. We know what it can do. And it's... it's it, it, I don't like using the word duty because... Um, but I am going to use it anyway. Um, because sometimes we, we can feel guilty. But now, you see, we shouldn't feel guilty because we'll come to the other, the other points in a minute. It should be our heartbeat. It should be, should be just our longing to show people and, and, and to tell people. But first of all, Paul said it was his duty. Romans 1. I am obligated both to Greeks and non-Greeks, both to the wise and the foolish. This is why I am so eager to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and then to the Gentile. I am a debtor. I am obligated. He said, I am obligated. I, am, I, I owe, owe the Lord this. Because he saved me, I've got to share. Because he saved me, I've got to share. And you know what? When we sit down and think that the Lord has saved me, well, we want everyone to know, don't we? Certainly our families. Certainly those we know. Certainly our neighbours. Yet we can be so, so weak so anemic and so remote sometimes mm. isn't it just just open open it say hello oh. go you know uh, it's amazing these days I mean years ago um, Bali communities you know women would be at home usually wouldn't they and uh, I remember my nan sweeping the bailey didn't it remember the sweep the bailey and then she'd, she'd, she'd be on the front gate then and then she'd be a couple of hours on the gate, people going back and forth, and you'd, they'd be chopped. I don't know how much work they ever did, mind, but um, <laughs> we, we won't go there. But they, they, they used to talk to people. <coughs> I remember someone saying years ago, gossip, isn't it? Gossip, bad gossip. Gossip the gospel. Sharing the gospel. And you know, uh, nowadays, we don't see our neighbours, we don't interact with our neighbours because we at work all day, or certainly in the, in the winter we don't see them. And um, just to just to step up and just. Time is, 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 our, is the precious commodity, isn't it? Just an elderly gent in our street, his, his wife died about a couple of months ago. And just to, just to go and knock, he's on his own, isn't he? On his own. Just take him, I took him a couple of a cake if he's diabetic, but he, he said, don't worry about it. He said, keep bringing it, keep bringing it, he said, and he did. Uh, I didn't cook it, mine, and Jackie put it in. And he said, oh, come and have a chat. He said, come in and have a chat. Why? It, just an opportunity. Mm. Just to, why? Give the gospel. I'm giving the gospel. I told him he knows who I am. I go to church. Just to be, be time with him, isn't it? time with him. And uh, people see and know and want to see that. So we're, we're under a debt. This is what Paul said as well. 2 Corinthians 5. All things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself yes. through Jesus Christ and has given us ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us a word, the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you, on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Listen to the scriptures. God has given us the ministry of reconciliation, he's actually committed to us the ministry of reconciliation, and we are his ambassadors. See, Jesus is not going to come back and witness and, and preach to the lost 
again. When he comes back again, first he'll take us home, then he'll come back and he'll reign. Yeah, for a thousand years. He's not, he, the only way someone is going to find Jesus is through me and you. Uh, someone wrote this many years ago. We are the only Bible the careless word, world will read. We are the sinner's gospel. We are the scoffer's creed. We are the Lord's last message given in word, deed and word. What if the type is crooked? What if the print is blurred? We, me and you, message, reconciliation. Look, we know the way to Christ. We know the way to God. We, through Christ, we know the way. We have to, first of all, to live it, to show it. And then to share it and to shine it and to bring the savour of God into the situation. You know, um, it, it isn't just bringing that savour. I, I want people to be saved, don't we? People in, people in work. And they swear, they say, oh, I'm sorry, Dave. Sorry, Dave. I said, I think so. I said, I should think so. Yeah. But you know what? That's wonderful that they understand. But you know what? That's, I don't want them just to do that. I want them to come to know why they shouldn't. To come to know Jesus. Uh, the one that's changed my life. Uh, you know, we are salt. We, we do lift the level of things. We do change the atmosphere. We do change the atmosphere wherever we are. Isn't it amazing? Um, uh, of course, we don't have smoke so much now, but even the smoke can get everywhere, isn't it? Uh, even, I, I always remember, if we left something down Jackie's mum and dad and, and he could only smoke in the one room. <laughs> he was banned to that room. But it doesn't matter if, they, if it was in the next room or upstairs. You, you could smell it. It would it, it, be infected. You know what? The power of the gospel permeates, gets everywhere. And we should bring that. So it is first our duty. We are we're in debt to the Lord, aren't we? But that's not really the motivation, the main prior motivation. The greatest motivation, it is our devotion. It is our devotion. Listen to what the Lord said. Romans 5, 1 to 5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. Verse 5. God's love has been shared abroad. I love the old version, shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. You see, when Jesus touches us, he fills us with his life and his character. Fruit of the Spirit, we looked at that, and his love, his love. Our devotion is because he loves us, we love. Two greatest commandments, what do you say? Love God, love people, love. You see, if we're in love with the Lord, we will love people, even the most horrible person. Yeah. Sometimes we think, oh, what a terrible person. Pray for them. I was just watching a program the other day about that. Um, you're amazing how things go quickly and you forget what happens, aren't you? And um, about that young little girl and, and a man took her and killed her. You think, how on earth could anyone do that? That man needs the Lord, didn't he? <coughs> Can I fight it in my heart to actually pray for someone like him? You know, my, my first instinct is, yeah, you know, well, I mean, you know, capital punishment and all that kind of thing. But, you know, he, he needs Jesus, doesn't he? Mm, yeah. it, that his heart is so depraved mm. that he could do that. Mm. 
He needs Jesus. And uh, you see, God loves him just as much as he loves you. And that, that's amazing, isn't it? God loves him just as much as he loves you. And his heart breaks. And our heart should. Because this is, this is it, it, Paul was not just under com, uh, compunction, but he was under, uh, he was in, under compelling us as well. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5. And remember, Christ compels us. That's the one. Because we judge that. That if one dies for all, then all die. And he died for all. That those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Yeah, what a wonderful. See, Paul said, look, the love of Christ compels me. It binds me, it keeps me in such a straight path to be for him what I must be. It holds me fast when I'm just about to veer left or right. The love of God constrains me to minister and to be what I should be. And what did he say? No longer living for myself. I'm died to me, now I'm living for him because Christ died and was risen. You see, the love of God, our devotion is to love, to love. Um, when Count Zinzendorf, uh, many, many years ago, um, saw, was, was moved by the Lord to set up a, a community uh, where there would be non-stop prayer for 100 years, in fact, 100 years of non-stop prayer. And he sent up missionaries, hundreds of missionaries. Um, to, uh, and, and those missionaries, the Moravians, touched Wesley, they were instigating uh, to, to save Wesley as well, because Wesley was... Mar- marvelous mind he was a minister but he wasn't saved <laughs> um, but when he saw these people who, who knew the Lord he thought whoa whoa wait a minute they've got something I haven't got uh, the relationship the reality of the gospel I know the gospel he could unpick it he was a brilliant brain but he didn't know the Lord and he, those spoke into his heart spoke into his heart um, but you know what they, they had they had, a, they had three principles they would use um be kind to all people, right. seek their welfare, and win them to Christ. Yeah? Be kind to all people, seek their welfare, and win them to Christ. Um, of course, over the years, we've, we've veered one way and t'other. Uh, of course, um, Salvation Army these days, uh, they seek people's welfare and do a lovely job of that, but they've forgotten how to win people for Christ. It's a trouble always second, third generation of churches. We're in the third generation of Pentecost and we are nowhere near with the first generation. Why? Because you, you either live like or you live off. And then if you live off, you would just veer off. Um, and uh, so, so we can veer, go into the seeking the welfare of people. But you know, what does the Bible said? No good seeking their welfare if they don't get saved. Um, but also, if we get them saved, there's going to be a change in their welfare. And we're going to, can be concerned about who they are. It's an amazing um, uh, example they used. They had a group of 100 young ministers, and they said, um, we're going to do an experiment now, really for, for youth ministry, person, but not necessarily youth ministry. They said, we're going to take one of the, the, the people out, we're going to put him outside. And um, when he comes back inside, <coughs> we, we wa- I want you all to shout different um, instructions to him. 
Every one of us, 100 people are going to there were There was one person in there saying, no, this is, they didn't tell the, the, the group, this is, but this is the most important. Thing. We must, he must listen to this. He must walk up the stairs and, and uh, meet the man up there. That's his purpose. That's what he must do. Um, so he came in. They didn't tell us. He said, look, he said, he came in. And as soon as he came in, all these instructions were shouted at him. And 100 people, it's a lot of noise. And everyone was shouting this and that and tether. And one of them was the one who was was shouting, but he was got he got mm. caught up in the crowd. And this man didn't know what he was doing. Didn't know where to turn. And they said, "Go back out." So they said, "Now everyone be quiet." I said, "You, so we've got one person. Come here, the one with the real instruction." And he said, "We got one person there now." He said, "We'll have just one. Tell him the opposite or to do something else." And he said, you can come up and you can stand right next to him. You can shout in his ear, you can do it. Can't touch him. Um, shout in his ear. So he came back in and these two people got one. And the one with, with the real instruction said, no, you need to go up the stairs. And, and the other guy said, no, you don't. You need to go here and you go to there. And of course, he would go one way and then he would wait in. Who's got the right instruction? Then he would stop. And, and even then, he didn't know real which way to go because they were both shouting in his ear. And he didn't know which, one to, which was real and which was the one. He said, right, go back out again. They said, right now, everybody can shout again. But you, one with the real, the real instruction, the most important instruction, can actually go right up to, up to him, and now you can touch him. You can't pull or push him, but you can, you can actually touch him. And this boy came back in, and he, what's happening now? And as soon as he came back in, everyone shouted, do this, do that, go here, go there. And the man with the instruction said, came right up to him and put his arm around him and began to speak into his ear. Whisper into his into it, and uh, without without he began to walk up the stairs. Began to walk up the stairs, and everyone instead of shouting their own word, began in unison to say, "Don't go! Don't go! Don't go! Don't go!" But this young lad, uh, because this man had his arm around him, led him right to what he needed to do: walk up the stairs and embrace this chap. And so they they sat back down and said, "What was the difference there? What was the difference there?" And, and he said, when everyone in unison, without anyone say, said, don't go, don't go, he thought, how often have I seen that? Whole, uh, that don't go, don't follow the Lord. He said, he's seen it in youth ministry so many times. But he said, this young lad, why did you follow? Why did you go? He said, because he put his arm on me. And uh, I felt he was the only one who cared. See? And uh, when we show God's love, uh, especially in our day and generation to our youngsters, who have no concept of real fatherly, sacrificial love. They understand love. Well, I don't know what they understand about love sometimes. It's, it's certainly not consistent. It's not sacrificial. Um, they don't see it in their families. And, you know, it's an amazing thing. The power of the gospel to move us that can change lives. It is our devotion. But more than that, of course, it's our destiny. It's our, it's our direction. It's who we are. Uh, 1 Peter 2, 9-12. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praise of him who called you out of the darkness into this wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Uh, once you had not received mercy, now you have received mercy. 
Dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and exiles to abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul. Live such good lives among the pagans that through they accuse you of, though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. Lifestyle. Called to declare the praises of God. They will see your lifestyle. They will see. See, that's the problem today. We think we must be the same to win them. Don't ever think that's a lie of the devil. We have to be uh, like the gospel, which is totally opposed to the way of the world. Sometimes it can be offensive. We don't go out of our way to be offensive, but sometimes it is offensive because we are living according to God's word, and that will stir some people. Sometimes it's called conviction. Nothing wrong with that. Let the Lord deal with that. Don't go out of our way specifically to wind people up, do we? Sometimes I have, because that's my bit of an, my old, you know, nature sometimes but you know we are to show Jesus uh, Esther Esther 4 he sent back this answer do not think that because you are the king's house that you are in the king's house you alone of all the Jews will escape or if you remain silent at this time relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place that you and your father's family will perish. Anna will know that, that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. See, you have been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. Your family, your neighbours, your workmates, Jesus, well, they only see Jesus by who? By you, through you, because of you. And uh, as we just said, what if the type is blurred? What if the type is crooked no. help us lord no. so uh, we we're here for this purpose time right now listen to what uh, paul said again acts 20 24 26 however i consider my life worth nothing to me my only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the lord jesus has given me the task of testifying to the good news the good news of god's grace now i know that none of you among whom I have gone about preaching, the kingdom will ever see me again. Therefore, I declare to you today that I am innocent of the blood of any of you. That is a, an amazing statement, which sadly I cannot say. No. I am innocent of the blood of all no. men. There are opportunities I've missed. Right. Dear me, Lord, I say, forgive me. Right. Opportunities have been so obvious I've missed. Other times you've thought, no, I, should, should, I could have had an opportunity. But, but Paul said, why? Because his heart was on fire for God, in love with God. And because he was in love with God, he wanted others to be in love with him. And he wanted to share. He said, I, I counted nothing. And he said, I know what's ahead of me, but that means nothing. Why? Because I want people to know this Jesus that has changed me so much. Oh, help me, Lord. That's my direction. Well, of course, ultimately, as we said right at the beginning, it is a change of life. Acts 4, 12 to 13. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which you must, we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and they realized 
that they had been with Jesus. Oh, what a wonder. Mm. The word there, we said before, means idiots, idiotes. Mm. They knew they were just ordinary men, but they'd been with Jesus. They'd had an encounter with Jesus and their lives were different. And that's, you know, we, we, we sometimes I wonder, Lord, we need the real gospel. We need to have a real encounter with you because you know when you have an encounter with you, you're never the same. Never the same. And uh, uh, when we encounter him every day, because it's a relationship, we're always changing. We're always changing. Different ways, of course, to uh, meet people. As we said, we can look at different ways. Confrontational. Oh, we, Acts 2. Repent and be baptized. There's a place for that. There's a place for this. Oh, we're intellectual. Not many of us, but there are some. Ravi's one. John McKay's another. Acts 17. Intellectual. The philosophers, the Greek philosophers, Paul went in and, and spoke on their level. Yeah. Testimony, that's the greatest one. John 9, I was blind. One thing I know, I was blind, but now I see. See, isn't it amazing? People want to know your story. Why are you, what's the difference? What's, your, what's the difference in you? Well, this, this, no, Jesus. That's the difference. Uh, relational, okay, so again, powerful. Mark 5, go home and tell. Lord, I want to come with you. You've done so much for me. I want to come, I want to come. Jesus said, no, 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 no. You've abandoned your home for too long, didn't he? Get home, go home and tell. Invitational, Samaritan woman said, come and see this man who told me everything I've done. Serving, Dorcas, the Bible says, did this and that. And she won many people to the Lord because of her kind deeds. So many ways. I, I think over the years, you know, there's so many ways we've, we've, we've uh, done. We've done door to door, open air, um, you know, so many different ways. We've even, and what about this? Um, I always remember Jan we, many years ago now she used to do gym class mm. and, uh, and then, then at the end of every sort of term or they used to get to a thing she'd give them a certificate and on a Sunday night we, we'd, we'd invite their parents and they'd do a gym display on, in, on a Sunday night in church ooh few didn't it wasn't impressed mine <laughs> oh, I couldn't do a, I was very impressed I couldn't I can't do a forward row but you know what their parents came mm. and their parents knew the gospel. Mm. You see? Um, it, sometimes we, we can, we, 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 gospel is sort of get them in, hear the gospel, get the gospel out so many different ways. Right. I was told to Wayne last night, we've seen many years ago, a few years ago now, they used to get up on a Thursday and Friday morning, go down to the railway station, six o'clock in the morning, give out coffee to the, to the uh, commuters coming in to work. And he said, um, it's amazing. Some would just take a coffee and say, thank you very much. Some would, have a little chat. He said some would ask for prayer or they'd offer to pray for them. And he said, you know, amazing. How many, how many people, they would reach 400 cups of coffee, I think he said, didn't it? 400 <laughs> cups of coffee every morning. It's amazing. And they would say, who are you? And they'd say, well, we're from the church, just up there. God. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Gospel, seeing a need, meeting the need, <coughs> getting the word out, showing Jesus, powerful. Yeah. Um, 1 Peter 3, 14 to 16. But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear. Do not be frightened. But in your hearts set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. Keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behaviour in Christ may be ashamed 
of this land of Goshen. Yeah. The reason for the hope, people asking, people seeing the difference in our life, clear conscience, doing things upright and down straight, not in work and everywhere, people seeing the difference and saying, what is the reason? Now that's a challenge, because I've said it many times before, when was the last time someone said, Dave, what is the reason for the hope? What is the difference in your life? So powerful, a changed life. There's no argument against it. You can, you, you can, we can debate this and that, but when they see a changed life, they say, well, there, there's something there and I need and I want. Um, the power of the gospel. Also, as well, set apart Christ as Lord. Isn't it amazing? If you, it, people talk about this and that. What's important to them, don't they? You know, you go into work and, and they, they say, are they talking about their you know, husband or kids? And they talk about the kids or their mum and dad, and they talk what is important to them, what is at the centre of their lives, what is it? They talk about a programme, they oh, this programme, you know, and, uh, but they will talk about what is important. Jesus, at the centre of our life, that's what he said about Christ as Lord, and you know, that's the, that's the we will always come back to the centre and say Jesus, and, and we'll bring it back to him who loved us. Well, the apostles said, Lord, we need you, yeah. Um, last time, last verse, their prayer, Acts 4, 29-31. And now, Lord, behold this witness, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word, by stretching forth thine hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken, where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. Lord, give us your heart, give us your courage, give us your confidence, give us this power of God. What Jesus went about, this is both that combination we talked about before. He went around doing good, healing all those who were oppressed and the, the, the natural, supernaturally, power of God, seeing it everywhere, seeing a need, meeting it, touching, touching a life, sharing the gospel, showing the gospel, shining the gospel. God has called us. Oh, we have a great gospel. Um, and the devil would lie to us and say, oh, like how many times you've witnessed to somebody? Like how many times you've asked that person? I'm saying, uh, look, nothing's happened. Eh? We're careful now. You don't know what God is doing in their lives. What God is, is, is touching. The Bible, Jesus said, my father's always working. Always working. And we are, to, we are working in us to shine for him. Uh, help us, Lord. Help us to uh, see the needs and give us a heart to, to reach our village, isn't it? Inspiration, thinking, ways different, ways we've never made, done before, maybe, or ways we've never done before. God, give us a heart to win the lost. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. To find out more about our church, visit www.oakdalechristiancentre.org.